When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high-quality meat cooked at home because... Let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high-quality, grass-fed and grass-finished beef, organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code ETM to choose your free offer and get $20 off. And so you see where some people have said, yeah, I think I'm more of a risk taker now or I'm more of a minimalist now, you know, or I'm more of a maximalist now. And 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 so, yeah, absolutely, it can. And once we become more self-aware, um, you know, uh, it's there's even more possibilities. So I, I don't think, I think our, our basic, you know, financial identity I think it's there, and I think we work on certain strengths and weaknesses. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Hey, 
Hey there, real quick before we jump into the episode, I want to ask you a quick question. Did you know that on this show, I love to answer your money questions and share your success stories? Your questions can be vague, in-depth, or just anything in between. You can stay anonymous or share your first name. It is completely up to you. And there are no dumb questions. Okay, we've got a short little form you can fill out to have your questions or success stories shared in an upcoming Shauna Shares episode. Just click over to the show notes and tap on the link or head straight to bit.ly slash Shauna Shares. Cool? Okay, on to the episode. Hey, ETMers, welcome back to part two of our conversation with Keisha Blair. If you missed part one, we talked all about money trauma and how to heal your relationship with money. So make sure you click the link in the show notes to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. In this episode, we're walking through the framework to uncover your personal financial identity. Why does this matter, you ask? Good question. Well, your personal financial identity, it says a lot about how you think, act, and feel about money which has a direct correlation to your saving and spending patterns. Our guest, Keisha Blair, she's author of a book called Holistic Wealth, which was recently just updated, and she is also the founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. She will share with you how to uncover your personal financial identity, how to use your strengths and weaknesses to your advantage on your wealth building journey, and so much more. She's even got this super interesting quiz you can take to identify what financial identity you are. There are four types, maximalist, minimalist, risk taker, and anxious spender. So got a question for you. Can you guess which one I am and which one you are? If you don't know, stay tuned. We're going to dive into it all. You won't want to miss this episode. Uh, Keisha, I'm I'm so excited to have you back on the show for part two of our episode. In part one, we talked about money trauma and dove all deep into it and talked about money confidence. But in this episode, we're going d- deeper, hopefully pretty deep, into something that I find really interesting, financial identity framework. I know you have this quiz. I'm going to link it in the show notes. And actually, I took it and my husband took it. Thought that was very interesting. Uh, I came out as a maximalist, yeah. so a lavish spender, kind of a go big or go home, which I thought was kind of interesting because I can kind of go either way. And yeah. my husband came out as an anxious spender, which I think is really interesting that we're both at those two parallels. But mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what makes up our financial identity. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, you know, I mentioned a bit in part one, but I just wanted to to say here that, you know, most of us transition into adulthood, not having gained a sense of our personal financial identity. So, you know, we graduate college and soon after, especially many women, you know, you're in a relationship, you might be living with um, your spouse or spouse to be, and then you get married or you get married right out of college, and already your money decisions are being influenced by someone else. And of course, we've had that influence on us from our parents. So from as young as seven, you know, when we're also forming um, our personalities, that's when you know, we're, we're, we're hearing different money messages that are sticking in our subconscious. And, and so we've been influenced. <laughs> we've been influenced by parents, friends, 
spouses, society on what, you know, success looks like, what it's supposed to look like, um, how much we're supposed to have and, and how we're supposed to spend, save and invest. So the idea behind this is, you know what, we need to each one of us, we need to know our personal financial identities. We need to know the strengths and weaknesses. And so we become stronger and more confident when we're able to, to, to know that and to harness the strengths because each one of them has strengths and weaknesses. And so we're stronger as a couple if we each know because now we have the words to communicate. Oh, well, I am X and you're Y and this is why we differ. How can we negotiate through this? And I know I know why this makes you so anxious because you're an anxious spender. And and so it's such a powerful framework for us to use in our lives, not only with our spouses, but with colleagues at work, with our friends, you know, uh, anywhere where we have relationships. And so for me, even, you know, with with other key money issues aside, this personal financial identity forms the basis. It should form the basis, just like how we're taught about our, you know, our personalities. We should know sufficient, you know, we should have that information about our personal financial identities. Tell me about some of the other uh, financial identities. So I mentioned I'm a maximalist and my husband, Jeff, is an anxious spender. What are some of the other the other identities? Yeah, sure. So there's the maximalist, as you mentioned, the anxious spender. There's the minimalist and there's the risk taker. And so the financial identities framework has it has four main criteria that I've also listed out in the you know updated and expanded version of holistic wealth. So the four are overall debt tolerance, and so that's the level of appetite and taking on debt when assessing financial decisions. Number two, risk profile. So the level of appetite and taking on additional risk in assessing financial decisions. Number three, our expectations of others. And that's a willingness to, to yield to the expectations of others, like spending money, going out with friends, that type of thing. And then our inner expectations, like the expectations we place on ourselves, like keeping our New Year's financial you know, resolutions and things like that. So it's, it's helpful to know that there's no good or bad one. <laughs> there's no best and worst one. Each one has its own strengths and weaknesses. And I can tell you that I've seen every single one in my own family. And I know, I know these, you know, like the back of my hand and each of us can really add to each other's lives, you know, and, and bring our whole being into it when we're talking about our personal financial identity. I think that this is, if anyone's listening and you're in a relationship, you should take this quiz because it might even open the door to start having some money conversations with your partner or your spouse that maybe, maybe you were a little afraid to have before. But it is eye-opening to kind of see that, that other person in perspective. And if you're not in a relationship, you should still dig the quiz because you got to know this about yourself. Uh, and, and as you're talking... I, I'm sure I could pick out from my own family all of the different types too, but I'm wondering if our financial identity does it change over the over time or is it something that is that is set in stone? Yeah, so it can change over time and it can change uh, you know in a very positive way too just just from being being self-aware. So 
I'll give you an example, like, you know, on the Holistic Wealth podcast, a lot of my guests who come on have done the quiz and then they, they talk about their lives and, and their personal financial identities. And I've had many people who tell me that, you know what, I, I used to be an anxious spender because growing up, my parents were anxious spenders or one or both, uh, you know, and I took on that quality because of, of what, you know, I saw with my parents, how, how I saw them struggle. And, and, and I've, I've kind of evolved to something else, you know? And, and so you see where some people have said, yeah, I think I'm more of a risk taker now, or I'm more of a minimalist now, you know, or I'm more of a maximalist now. And, and, and so, yeah, absolutely. It can. And once we become more self-aware, um, you know, uh, it's, there's even more possibilities. So I, I don't think, I think our, our basic, you know, financial identity, I think it's there. And I think we work on certain strengths and weaknesses and, and, and we work on the weaknesses, let's say for the anxious spender, um, you know, Jessica Morehouse, who we all probably know in the personal finance field, she has her own podcast and she came online and she said, I was an anxious spender and now I'm a risk taker because I worked on the weaknesses kind of, of, of that aspect. Cause I had to become an entrepreneur. So I had to become more bold, you know, I couldn't just, you know, worry, worry, worry about making it. I had to step out and make it. So that's a, that's a clear example of, of how we can work on, on the weaknesses you know, to kind of beef up what we need to make it. Like if you want to be an entrepreneur and you find out you're an anxious spender, um, then you work on those weaknesses. And as a maximalist, I think that's such a good, you know, opposite such, that's such a good combination, I think, <laughs> because then, you know, there's so many things that you can help with as a maximalist um, that, that, you know, so that the strengths and weaknesses can serve to offset each other couples in in so many ways uh so so yeah i like that a lot financial anxiety anyone yeah you're not alone but worrying about it it doesn't help earn in does earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to a hundred dollars per day or up to 750 dollars per pay period you just download the earn in app and verify your paycheck then you can access up to a hundred dollars per day as you work and leave an additional tip any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. 
Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news, well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Um, we're, we're very much yin and yang in so many things. So that would only make sense that in our, our money identity, we're the same way. Uh, one of the things I want to talk to you about that I feel is really interconnected to our financial identity is, uh, the fact that so much of money success is mental in, in 2020, I created uh, my first book, which is called the money mindset journal, because I saw how, the mental side of money really keeps people stuck. It's a roadblock. And I know you're a big advocate of mindset as well. So t tell us a little bit about the role you see mindset and emotion playing into our financial identity and, and our overall money success. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's, it's such a big part of it. And it's to the point now where you know, I'm of the view that if if we keep preaching financial literacy without talking about money mindset, we're not doing anyone any favors uh, because they're you're right. The mental side of it is huge. Um, you know, we can crumble under the weight of a tragedy. We can crumble under the weight of a loss and that can affect our whole lives. Uh, so so that's important. So the mindset part is huge and it's a huge part of rewriting our money stories too and ensuring that we have a mindset to thrive and to grow you know so many of us have been through so many things in life you know and 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 there are the negative thoughts and the thoughts of feeling powerless and that whole script that we tell ourselves you know that we're not mm -hmm. good enough and, and we can't get through it it looks hopeless and you know, I, I'll, I'll never make it with my money goals. And, and part of that mindset is, is just, you know, changing those negative 
money messages. And so in this new and expanded version too, I talk about money blocks because so much of what we've learned about success are actual money blocks. Yes. <laughs> They're actual money blocks. Like when we're taught by society that, you know, who we are and what we value is tied to our net worth, that's a money block. And so, so many things that I've worked through, and this is in the, 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 the expanded and, and updated version. It isn't in the first version because I realized that with COVID-19 and all that we've been through, there weren't strong voices out there saying, you know, hey, everyone, like really, these are fundamental flaws in the way we view money, the way we view success, and the way we view ourselves that can actually undermine our mental health when something goes terribly wrong, like a job loss, and you lose that yeah. salary, or like your your spouse dies, or your child dies, and you have to take a step back, you know, to, to deal with that. And that's why mindset is so important. And that's why, you know, having that mindset of, you know what, um, I am enough. I'm already enough. <laughs> You know, I'm not defined by a set number. I'm not defined by a certain net worth. I mean, our whole purpose in life, and and I know, you know, we haven't really talked about the life purpose portfolio part, which is part one of the book, but our whole purpose in life is not to get to a certain number. Our whole purpose in life is to impact humanity and drive humanity forward. So that's why this holistic wealth framework is so important because that's the message I want to get out to people. Of course. It's important to hit your money goals. Of course, if you have a goal to become financially independent, you should, you should make your goal. And that's a goal that I want for everyone. But just know that if something goes wrong and, and something happens, that you're not defined by that, that you can move forward and build again. And that's the whole concept too. Like this, this, this expanded version has a forward written by actress Kelly Rutherford, and she sustained a huge setback with the loss of her kids. And that's why I wanted to put that as a forward, because I wanted to, to, to let people know that, that a setback or, or tragedy or loss does not define you. And it does not define you in a permanent way, which is part of the holistic wealth mindset, that you can build back again. You can, you know, live the life that you want to live. So that's all part and part of the whole mindset, dealing with money blocks and having a mindset that empowers you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. 
Wow, like so much in what you said uh, stuck out to me. You talk about uh, your net worth equaling self-worth. That is definitely one of the money blocks that I grew up thinking that that was the case. And mm-hmm. Keisha, it has taken me years to try and work through that one. I'm yes. not sure I'm all the way through that yet. Yep. Yep. But you were talking about thoughts too, when we were talking about mindset. And I read something the other day, which just, I mean, it just blew my mind that we have on average 70,000 thoughts a day. I mean, that's crazy to me. But I think then about how many of those thoughts are destructive to me, in particular around my money my relationship with my money. I I know that, you know, I think yesterday I was trying to pay attention to what sort of money thoughts am I having? Like, can I actually have some sort of awareness? And a lot of them were very self-defeating and and Uh negative. And Uh I thought, my gosh, like imagine if we all just took time to pause and tell ourselves like, that's not true, or you don't have to believe that, or no, no, you can overcome this. How powerful that would be for all of us. Absolutely. And you're right. And in this environment, it's even more critical because every time we go to fill the gas, you know, the, the tank in our cars, I know many people are not even filling up anymore. <laughs> They're probably going just to half tank or quarter. protesting, yes. <laughs> exactly. You're thinking, oh my gosh, this is horrible. And of course we do that. And it's human. But I think the other part of it is that we can just tell ourselves, you know what, this is temporary. It never, ever, ever stays this this way. It's going to be temporary. It's going to be painful, but I'm going to trudge through it because it's temporary. So part of that, you know, when I talk about the holistic wealth mindset too, is also that part. Just thinking of things as temporary, it's not permanent, you know, um, embracing that that, um, win-win mindset, that mindset of gratitude. Um, one that empowers you and you're right the negative thoughts are number one in terms of you know getting us down and robbing us of our agency and robbing us of our dreams and goals so so that's a critical piece that you know is also a part of you know living that holistically wealthy lifestyle it all starts in the mind and you know there's a quote in the book that the, the battles are fought in the chamber of the soul. And that's where the major battles are fought. And if we can just win the battles there, <laughs> then we can win the battles elsewhere. And it's so true. It all starts in our mind, in our soul, and in our heart. So I, I honestly, honestly think that this, you know, this, this framework can help so many people out there that are struggling with these issues. Wow, I love that quote. And it's so true. <laughs> yeah, We've talked about so much on on both of these episodes, we talked about money trauma and creating money confidence and our financial identity and mindset and all of these critical pieces that don't normally go into the equation of how to be successful with your money and your goals. But you and I both know are so important. I mean, we can't leave this stuff out. And the problem, the one of the reasons why uh, we're not able to do the things we want to do is because we're not having these conversations. So I thank you for, for this expertise. And I, I wonder if you can leave us all with maybe a little action plan going forward 
uh, how can we on a day-to-day basis or maybe some simple things we can just do today when we're listening to this episode to cultivate more holistic wealth? Absolutely. So I'm going to start with even just even chapter one of the book, because I honestly think this is where we need to start. And if you do get the book, and I hope everyone does, chapter one is a life well lived. And what does that mean for you? When you think about a life well lived, what do you envision? And I know people, some people like a vision board. Um, some people like different things that they love to put together, but think about that and write it down, right? Think about what a well life, like a life well lived, sorry, would mean to you. And then, um, you know, going to chapter three, we talked about the personal mission and that should stem from that, you know, and you can write your personal mission statement and think about your values. Uh, the Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook has a whole section on that to help you craft a personal mission statement, and it has case studies. And you can even um, choose from a list of values that are there that you know align with with yours, and you can start to craft your personal mission statement and write it down. And it's evergreen, so you can change with it. And you know, think about the why. With your personal mission statement, and you know, if you're listening and you can write this down, think about the why, the what, the how, and you can even think of, you know, if you if you can sum it up your personal mission statement in a simplified vision um, that represents, you know, different words like represent, value, build, mentor, encourage, put some action verbs in there in your mission statement to make it come alive. Um, this, the, the, if I, I'm just, you know, jumping to chapter four, goals with wisdom. The other part is to write down from that mission statement your main goals and think about any roadblocks when you're building your goals and think about how you can plan for those roadblocks. And, you know, those are some critical steps we we spoke about the personal financial identity quiz and that's chapter 12 in the book that's another thing that's another task we can do right now as we're listening in you know the, the quiz takes two minutes and you have that answer about you know what your personal financial identity is think about once you're taking the quiz think about each question and why you're answering that way was it a life event? Was it something someone said to you that impacted you? So think about that and do the quiz. And then, you know, skip to ch- chapter 12 of the book that talks about the strengths and weaknesses and really focus on how you can improve the weaknesses and, and harness the strength. And that's what I want for everyone. Now, the whole book, this, this Holistic Wealth Expanded Updated book, it's, it's um, packed with practical tips on how you can achieve holistic wealth. And there's even at the end how you can craft your holistic wealth portfolio. And of course, you know, um, there, there are tips there. And it's amazing what we can all do when we set our minds to it. And of course, <laughs> on the Institute on Holistic Wealth website, there, there are a lot more courses there that can help you delve deeper than the book because the book can only go so far 
but it's amazing what we can do to start on this path. And there's so many things we can do to start today. Wow. Well, Keisha, this has been amazing. Thank you for sharing all of your your stories, your your uh, just amazing gems about trauma and confidence and identity, all these things that we really need to spend some time on. I'd love for you to tell everyone listening, where can they go to connect with you on all the things we talked about, the Institute, Holistic Wealth, your podcast, where do they go to find you? Sure. So my main website is keishabler.com and you can find me there. Um, and there's also the Institute on Holistic Wealth website. So it's www.institute on holistic wealth. I'm on social media at Keisha O'Blair for Instagram and Twitter and Keisha Blair author for Facebook. And, uh, you know, feel free to reach out at info at KeishaBlair.com. And I love hearing from readers. Of course, the Holistic Wealth podcast is available on all streaming platforms on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher. It's on, you know, even if you're on YouTube, we're on YouTube. So there, there's so many different ways that we can connect. And like, as I said, I love hearing from everyone. So feel free to reach out. Honestly, you have to go over to Keisha's financial identity quiz and take it yourself. As I mentioned, both my husband and I took it. We are complete opposites, which I find really interesting. But this is great information to just help us create a better way of talking about money and understanding each other and understanding ourselves better for that matter. So I highly, highly encourage you to dive into all of Keisha's resources because this is important work to do for you, your family, and your future, particularly if you've been feeling stuck financially. Your bank account will thank you for all of this extra TLC. If you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Share it with friends, family members, someone right now who you think needs to hear this. I'll see you back here in a few days for a new episode. Rakuten helps you be a smarter shopper and save money on just about everything. People all have things they need to buy, whether it's home essentials or a self-care treat just for you. With Rakuten, you get cash back on clothes, groceries, travel, and much, much more. Even better, you can stack cash back on top of other deals like store sales and credit card points. In case you're wondering, the stores on Rakuten are the ones you know and love, and lots of cool ones waiting to be discovered, including Target, Lowe's, and Nike. When it comes to savvy shopping and saving money, Rakuten is a no-brainer. It's free and easy to join. Just go to Rakuten.com now or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.